0: Every day living, Sunday another mean day. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> you see where to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sunday.
1: Well, then I'm gonna start early then.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Because, because I'm, I'm gonna talk over it. Start three, two, one. Tuesday, July 5th,
0: this is Minor Detail. Hey, what up? All right. How ha- you doing? Happy 4th of July. That was
1: yesterday. Well, I mean, you got to celebrate anyway.
0: Yeah. Well- What'd you do? Isn't it- um. Isn't it that um, the Declaration of Independence was ratified on July 5th? It was I, announced July 4th and then ratified on July 5th.
1: From what I heard, it was July 2nd. There's a letter that Thomas Jefferson actually sent to his wife, and it, it specifically cited July 2nd.
0: Yeah, 2nd. Yeah, and, I'm and, off days, yeah.
1: And, but it, most of the stuff wasn't ratified. Most of the um, colonies didn't ratify till like July 4th, some even after that.
0: Yeah. But July 2nd would be, like, the real birth date of America. I guess the legal separation when it was finally legally separated. Yeah, when they were like, fuck off, England.
1: Fuck off, England.
0: Not really, though, because we're going to structure our government kind of based off you. Just a little bit. And then come to own you. Yeah, and then there was shit during the Civil War. It's like, hey, England, why are you trading with the fucking Southerners? What? (laughs) What? What? No, no, I wasn't. Hey, wherever money goes, people go. Yep, exactly. But all right. So I wanted to talk about a specific game today.
1: Well, you recently introduced uh, something to me. Well, oh yeah, you're just gonna, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So the game I want to talk about is called Control. I believe it was released 2019. It's from Remedy. It's a third person uh, shooting game with um, power elements. So there's no first person, you're completely in third person. It's a free roamer to to an extent. There's still a linear path throughout the map, but it gives you a lot of options. Hmm. Um, so just a little bit about the um, just the game. So the story takes place in a in a location called the oldest house. And it's in New York. And it's a very strange place that houses the FCB. I believe they're called the FCB. Just double check this. Yes. No, no. FBC, obviously. So you see where the... um, Just already when I told you about the SCP, the, the name of the organization that controls these mysterious elements are called the FBC. So you see there's a little bit of a little bit of a um, correlation right there. So just a quick thing on the FBC. It's a secret US government agency tasked with containing and stunning phenom- uh, phenomenons that violate the laws of reality. As Jesse Faden, the main character, the Bureau's new director, the player explores the oldest house, the F bc's paranormal headquarters and utilizes powerful abilities in order to defeat a deadly enemy known as the hiss which what?
1: has wait what does FBC stand for
0: FBC stands for Federal Bureau of control hence Ooh. the name control I like that yeah the character you play as Jesse Faden the actress also uh known as Courtney Hope but yes, you're fighting a mysterious enemy known as the hiss. Like when people are booing you. Yeah, maybe it's Ugh. it's a pretty interesting take because um, he's an actress. The 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 hiss is is kind of like um, in my opinion, a play of like on something. But we'll get to that when we get there. Uh, just very quickly, the player gains new abilities by finding objects of power. Mundane objects like a rotary phone or a floppy disk imbued with energies from another dimension Ooh. that have been at the center of a, ma- a major paranormal events and since they were co- uh, recovered by the FPC. So, as you see, this game kind of just the summary as I told you about the SCP uh, SCP Foundation. You see the 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 take they did. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because I don't think they could have outright made a game based on SCP. Maybe there might have been, like, legal troubles with that or whatever, so they decided to create their own universe, but it's heavily influenced by the SCP. And for those who don't know, the SCP stands for, um, I believe, Secure, Contain... And Protect. And Protect, yeah yes. And that is a fictional... Uh, writing universe where uh, it's a big worldwide collaboration with writers to um, create little stories about objects and there are different ratings for how to uh, to rate a specific scp i don't remember all of them but i remember one of them is a lucid ketter. and and there's a third one i just it just even the top of my mind right now.
1: Right, about how but how dangerous it is.
0: Yeah, it's essentially, I wouldn't say it's about how dangerous it is. It's more about how to, each, the rating is more about how to contain them. And it's mm-hmm. like the containment is like what is more important. Because right. like a lot of SCPs can be really dangerous, but in some cases, like if you leave it alone or you do something specific, it's completely harmless. Or you need to do a specific, action to do something to activate whatever but again the scp encompasses a lot of shit it's not just items it's people and all that but
1: yeah so if i could just talk a little bit about that i find that really interesting it's like you said it's like this worldwide collaboration it's kind of like you're all playing a part of the same um like like background story and then like people just add their own like pages to the book. Like we're all writing one huge book and each page doesn't have to make sense with each other. It it, it kind of, they all live together in the same universe, but they don't necessarily have to like make sense together. You know, you're just like building upon other stories in a way. I found that really interesting. And it has that same theme um, on, on, like you're saying, like how to contain them and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's again, it's virtually the same thing in a different universe. The important, th- the really cool thing I find with SCP though, um, specifically, is the fact that what you're reading could also be misleading, right? Because um, if you notice, a lot of stuff's redacted, mm-hmm. or they don't mention stuff. And I recently found out there could be some SCP reports made on stuff to to misdirect you to not look at the. What the actual SCP is?
1: That's interesting. Yeah, because you got to remember, this is coming from the foundation, the SCP Foundation. Yeah. So it's it's this governmental agency. I guess you could assume that like um, documents all this stuff.
0: Just I know a little bit more. Um, it, it's held by like a council. Ah, okay. Yeah, and they're like separated from all government agencies. Well, they are yeah. their own state, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's even worse. That's, it's yeah. It's like the that's, Fed. That's the point. Is that <laughs> these guys work well? if you think about it logically in the sense of what they deal with, you would have to work under those conditions because if you had to go through the bureaucracy of applying for an application to go out to look for something like that would take forever because that's like taxpayer money and like all that stuff with it being a separate organization. And there's like a little bit of like an Illuminati feel to it too, because they have control of all these stuff essentially and they could use it for their own gain. But, yeah, that could- you know, the important thing is the P, protection, right? It's for your own good. Yeah, literally. We're, we're not being for transparent for your own good. <laughs> exactly. Which, you know, it's always such a cool concept. And I want to go to my main thesis on this um, talk is this game is a pretty much a master class in Atmosphere. In the sense of it's taken the same feeling, for me anyways, that you get from reading SCPs, and they literally just turn that feeling into a game. So one thing I want to talk about, about the atmosphere, is one, the oldest house. Uh, Just a quick explanation. The oldest house is, I believe, a, a place of power in the FCB universe, which is the control universe, the game universe. And the house known as the oldest house is where it houses this uh, government agency. And in this universe, control it is part of, I believe it is part of like the American government, Hmm. right? And um, but they get it's kind of like a black check thing or a blank check where they it's like one of those DARPA secret service things where they just have free reign to do whatever they want. Again, as we established, it's kind of needed for stuff like this, right? But the oldest house is a house that, while you're playing the game, it actually does feel sentient. It feels alive. It feels like, for one, one of the coolest little aspects of gaming. And remember, when I talk about atmospheric gaming, I'm talking about the feel, the look, the sound design, all that in a mixture making your immersion or your feel of the game more intense or a little bit more closer. There's always a constant thought while playing this game, like what's going to happen next and what's going on. And that's the perfect type of atmosphere. Very quickly, I want to talk about how console limitations, like for Silent Hill, the original one, created the fog system. Right, And that was just specifically to hide the far-off polygons from just popping in. Yeah. And with that idea to hide a technical uh, fallacy, it created something much more, which was that constant feeling of being lost and constant feeling that something is watching over you was in the literal mist.
1: Fog of war.
0: The fog, yeah, the fog of war, essentially. And the oldest house completes that to a teeth. In my in my belief, for one, um, everything kind of looks the same, but it's almost done on purpose. It's like the house has a specific style it likes, which kind of gravitates towards a 1970s, 60s era, like office space. And so you have that constantly going on around you. Another thing, cameras are always watching you.
1: We're we're still, still talking about control. Yeah. What's the name of the place? Is it this old house? What? Uh, the oldest house. Uh, so that's the setting, the oldest yes,
0: house. Yes, this is where the whole game takes place. Got it. And again, the oldest house, just a quick explanation, it's a place of power. And what that means is that it houses paranormal and weird activities itself. Mm. For instance, you, if you're looking at the oldest house, let's say you're looking directly at it. Unless it wants you to let you know it's there, it's not going to show itself. You're literally just going to see like another bodega on the street of New York City, right? But an FBC person, a person who works there, who's been, and we don't even know how they're chosen, right? These individual, they're just kind of like picked throughout the FBC, right? And it allows you to see itself and it allows you to come in. And when you go inside, obviously, while you play the game, it doesn't make sense for a bunch of the stuff housed in this oldest house to be in a physical location of new york city because if that was the case it would be taken up more than miles and it wouldn't just be underground
1: yeah gotcha. true so, like you're walking into a different
0: dimension exactly and that's what i think it is it's probably like its own pocket dimension right mm. and it allows people to come in and you know the best question i love with this game is one why that's the whole thing you're going to be asking yourself throughout the whole game, which adds to the atmospheric gameplay, which is why is all this happening? Why is that going on? Why are there's And you get uh, data d- drops in the forms of case files, reports, audio stuff.
1: Very Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, very Resident evil um, style. A little bit of um, System Shock with the radio diary stuff. Bioshock well yeah system shock and bioshock yeah um but it, it it gives you information but all the time even reading the case file there's redacted stuff there's stuff that's censored on the audio stuff so there's stuff that the fbc doesn't want you to know but more importantly as we go on throughout the game the beginning of the game a director is somebody who how who looks over the fbc as the name and titles right your main character, Jesse Faden, is looking for her brother, Dylan Faden. And she's been looking for the FPC her whole like pretty much her whole life. And out of nowhere, she sees it in New York. She goes inside. And the first interaction you have in that whole game is the director kills himself with a weird gun, and then you become director. Uh okay. Yeah. That's the That's the weirdest thing. And you find out through the gun is a connection to a secret organization within the FBC known as the board. What does that mean? You become a director. You become head of the FBC, FCB or yeah. Yeah. Federal Bureau of Control.
1: Yeah. FBC. But like, but like, how do you know that? Like, like, do you
0: suddenly like, I don't know, like this is the thing about this game you know you're asking these questions which makes sense but they're purposely like no you're just director now and the funniest thing is you go around you meet other npcs and you tell them oh your old director died and and he killed himself and now i've been chosen and everyone's like Oh, okay makes sense and that's one of the best things about this game is that you're asking these very obvious questions, right? But it's purposely denying you it, but it's not denying you it in the in the face of oh, you're going to find this information out later or you're going to be you're going to be fully knowledgeable by the end of this game. Uh without any spoilers, it always leaves more questions, which is the point, right? And in gaming, in terms of gaming, that's one of my favorite elements of gaming because um, for atmospheric games, especially, they always have this existential dread behind us, like uh, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. It's more of a horror thing. But what I like about SCP, the why I'm calling it essentially a masterpiece in atmospheric gameplay, is one it's not relying too much on horror and it's relying more on your own intrigue, your own personal like, what is this? What is that? right? And you can't look this stuff up. The only way to find out more about the world in control, is to find those case files. So it gives you a reason to find this stuff to later on explain what is all going down. But again, as I told you, when you become director, which is the epitome of the game, essentially, the beginning, when you become director, it's it's nothing too crazy to anybody else that works there. They're used to it. Gotcha. And it's not like an FBI uh, a director changes like every so often. Even in its own world, it's very rare. It's usually when they're old or like, and one noticeable thing I noticed throughout the gameplay, when there's directors, they usually don't find a peaceful end. From what I find out, it's usually through something going on, through on this control, which I love the name, by the way. Again, the name is a very simple control, but it's a play on you trying to get control of the situation in the game, of the questions and whatnot. And, Another great aspect about the game is you yourself are a character, as a player, and they acknowledge you. In the lore, you're some type of entity, but you're you're part of the story. Not in an RPG sense, where it's like your character has no has no say in stuff. Like he's completely silent, and it's it's trying to portray imp- you through this silent protagonist. Right. Jessie Faden is very vocal. She has questions. She has motivations. She, she's, um, she's her own person, right? But you yourself are a character that is somehow either controlling her or influencing her within the story of control. So another question begs then, does that make us, the player character, another uh, object of power? Or... In SCP terms, another SCP. Are we ourselves the player controlling the SCP? Does she like talk to you? Yes. Okay. And but so you're there. But it's weird. You know what I mean? It's it's like she talks to you, but it's like kind of like is she really is she talking to this entity that's controlling her or influencing her or is she directly talking to the player? And it kind of leaves it up to that, right? And, again, I love that. I love that aspect of gaming. I love what games leave you with questions, where they make you think more about stuff. And I'm always a big promoter on that. Um, even games like Call of Duty, you can learn fucking something from, right? It's not just all guns, guns, shoot, shoot, which most of the times it is. <laughs> but you can learn something from the stories within it, right? But Control, again, masterclass and atmospheric gaming with not only that, but also the controls of the game. Like, you literally playing the game. It's it's a very interactive game. The controls are very tight. Um, everything feels really good. It's a very solid shooter. The only thing I would have to give it doubt on is just the difficulty. It's not an easy game. It's a very difficult game. It's... It doesn't, I don't believe it has like a rate, like a game, like medium, easy, or I think it just plays how it plays, which again fits in with the narrative control, which is you can't control your own, like you can't control your own destiny to a point, right? There's just things that just are going to happen. And what I like about control is it doesn't have a difficulty and it kind of forces you to adopt new tactics, Tactics that you usually wouldn't use before, but now you're thinking about those tactics to at least counteract stuff. And the game is a big, big influence of play your own way. Because again, it gives you a very broad ter- broad aspect of turns, a big, big set of weapons and stuff your gun can turn into. But in gameplay, it really depends on you and how you like to play. Like, do you like running around shooting the people? Or do you like levitating and just throwing shit at people? Or do you like to play more defensive, bring up your shield, wait until everyone's reloading, then start attacking? And it's it's a very unique way of gameplay, and it's kind of uh what's the word? Uh it's not it's not a huge game, but it's pretty popular within its own aspect.
1: So does she like
0: learn how to levitate, or she just suddenly was able to levitate? The thing is, is that again in um in SCP and stuff, there's like objects of power, right? So what she does is that I believe she either influences the object of power to work with her, or she directly takes control over it through the powers of the board and her being the director.
1: Okay, so let me get this straight. So 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 this what's this place called again? This l- The old Oldest House. house. Yeah, so this oldest house is the um, I guess the headquarters for the Federal Bureau of Control, the FCC. And she arrives there trying to find her brother. Kills the director or the director dies in front of her?
0: Director is killed off screen. He's in his office and just shoots himself. And your character uh, walks upon his office, sees a gun, pick it up very casually. Director now.
1: So then now you're the director. And then, so are the um, SCPs. These um, unknown
0: entities inside of this place, or yes. okay, well, um, in both universes, um, they don't have any way of preemptively finding these objects. It just something happens within the world, and then it gets reported on and then they immediately find it, contain it, and bring it back to them, and then decide what to do with it.
1: Right. It's a phenomenon. It's like a hurricane.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which and it's happens. always random and stuff like that. And again, um, we don't know in both universes, too. We don't know if... Well, we do know in the SCP Foundation, there is a organization that can make SCPs. Like They legitimately can make it, but no one knows how they make it. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the guy who's making it is even weirder, but that's going to have to be your own thing, your own research, because that guy is fucking he's anti SCP. So he's like the villain. But it's it's very weird. He's a very weird character, but it's very cool. But in the other universe, the control universe, it's it, it doesn't confirm whether they're made or they're just natural. And again, it could be regular objects. For instance, when you learn how to f- when you learn how to throw, uh, use telekinesis, you get the power from a floppy disk that was the nuclear launch codes for a Soviet missile base.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, and in in the game, it's kind of like little, little mini bosses, in the sense like some of them have their own like puzzles, but your character like goes up and like does like puts her hands out and then does some weird director energy shit and then all of a sudden it becomes bonded to you now you don't see it it's not like when you use your ability you see like a little floppy disc come near you and it's like oh i'm helping you out no it's like she essentially took the power herself and the floppy disc will be contained but now she has the power Interesting. Yeah. So I
1: guess that floppy disk is a, an example of an S- SCP? Yeah,
0: that would be okay. like a pretty good example of that.
1: There's like an SCP tamer.
0: Pretty much, yeah. The SCP whisperer. Yeah, yeah. She like she like just goes up really close and says, let me use you. And then <laughs> there you go. But again, the best thing about the game is that, again, you have the sense of going back to the atmospheric part. You had the sense of being watched you always, it's always unsettling. Because the thing is with the SCPs, there's some that are like wacky and kooky like that, but then there are others. One of my favorite SCP, uh, SCPs in the control universe, they're called Objects of Power, I believe. But as, saying the SCP is just easier for me. Um, but one of them, which was pretty funny, which is you enter a room and there's just sticky notes all over the place. And you find out there's an SCP that, once it sticks to something it like makes a duplicate of itself. And then it just continues if you don't like continuously watching it. And you know, a little kooky one, funny ones like that. And then there's another moment in the game when you're walking by and there's a guy sitting on a chair looking at a refrigerator and he's crying out, saying like, help, I need help right now. And he has his eyes fixated on this, right? Your character comes up and says, well, why don't you just come outside? And he says, no, I can't stop looking at this. If I look away, something bad's going to happen, right? So, of course, your character's like, well, what's wrong, right? Like, why are you out here yelling and stuff like that? And he essentially says, since the hiss attack, nobody has come to take his place. And the thing is, you can't take your eyes off of it, and I believe you can't blink for longer than, like, a certain amount of seconds. What's the hiss again? The hiss is the main antagonist of the game, it's an entity that was brought over from, a, like, another dimension, right? And this is getting a little bit... I don't want to get too much into spoiler territory, but it's the main antagonist of the game. It's, again, it's... Um, if you see... You're looking at a picture right now, and you see a person right there. That person on the red is, a, is somebody infected by the hiss. The hiss is an entity. It's not actually, like, an enemy, what it does is that it possesses a person, and then it gives them the ability to use to, to have Aws, or it allows it to use um uh, abilities, like pull up a shield or like float and stuff and throw shit at you. Mm-hmm. But again, um, it's not directly attacking you in the sense that it influences a regular person. It changes them, and then it forces them to fight your character. Now it's motivations and all that, we don't know because it's it's essentially like an idea. Right? It's like how do you how do you fight an idea? Right.
1: Reminds me of invasion of the body snatchers.
0: Yeah. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh look on it. Yeah, but, you don't
1: see it, but it's like
0: <sighs> Yeah, but they're but it's but it's its, ent- its it's own entity. While Invasion of the Body Snatcher was kind of like an alien takeover, yeah. this is like more of like this is an invisible entity that has its own will. And it's pretty obvious. And they don't hide it. It's not like they hide within the people and use infiltration techniques. No, it's just it takes over and then people get violent tendencies and start shooting at another person. Or they float and start shooting things. Jeez. It's- what I think it is is kind of like a puppet master. Again, it's like it, it takes control and just uses its own will, forcing upon the others. Again, like a puppet master. Faster. <laughs> so again, the essence of the hiss is ever present, along with the oldest house, which is watching you, along with the board that is monitoring you. This is why... Control is such a masterclass in atmospheric gameplay because, one, it just has that constant layers, continuous layers of, of doubt, of questioning your own reality and the reality within the game, obviously. And that's what's important for me for atmospheric games is that it, there's a, always a question of why. Why is this happening? Why is that happening? And that's the main driver for this game. And again, just to bring everything into a conclusion. Control is a game you should definitely look at or give a try. Because one, great uh, great controls. The story is pretty good in the sense of uh, a mystery. And it has its own universe, which you could kind of self-divulge yourself into and just learn about the universe. And that's the important thing is the continuous knowledge learning about the in-universe.
1: Are you inside the house the whole time? Do you ever like leave? Whole time.
0: Nope.
1: Are there windows? Nope. So it's like my old high school.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And that's, I imagine that's on purpose to give you that feeling that you're contained within the name control, you know? Right. Right. So again, give the game a try. It's pretty fun
1: no yeah i i've seen it played i i didn't realize until now that that was the game now that i'm looking at the pictures, like oh yeah yeah that game looks pretty cool
0: yeah the thing is it was um it got a lot of good uh reviews but again it's not a multiplayer game so it kind of went under the radar for a lot of people
1: that's fine with me i'm not very big on multiplayer games
0: Let's um let's look at control for a sec. We're we're looking on Steam for a sec. Let's see how this is during the Steam summer sale.
1: Steam summer sale. Hell yeah. Thank you, Steam,
0: for fucking bankrupting me.
1: For fucking bombarding me with Oh, it's only twelve bucks. I'm gonna buy only it right now. Only twelve
0: dollars. Look at that. What? Hey, can I borrow your credit card? It comes with two extra DLCs. Ooh, blood violence and strong language. It comes with the foundation, which I recommend. I recommend that DLC, the foundation. It's a continuation of the story of the origins of the oldest house.
1: What's this other stuff? Prey? This oh, those different games, right? No,
0: yo, the, they do they sell packages within Yeah,
1: I just want the actual game.
0: Yeah, but um So, yeah, there's the foundation. There's another one called A.W.E., I believe it's it's connected through another game that I believe these developers made called Alan Wake and they connect. I've definitely heard of that. yeah. Yeah, they connect the universe in that one. But I do have to say it is a fun playthrough. The story wise, the thing that breaks it all, the thing that makes this DLC almost not worth playing literally is the boss. Literally, it's, it's really bad.
1: OP? N- Object of power?
0: No, it's annoying. It's just really annoying. It's the frustrating aspect of, uh, it's that moment when you play a game and you're doing it right. You're doing everything correctly, but for some reason, the, 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 the boss AI is just 15 steps ahead of you for whatever reason. And just there's, you literally run into a wall. Where it's like if I continue doing these aspects, it's not changing anything.
1: It's like playing uh, against a Fox player who's just like shine, 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 shine.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> um, the you just reminded me the the one of uh, one of the most recent Smash uh, tournaments that happened. A Jigglypuff beat a Fox player. Nice. And I was like, what the fuck? I gotta check that out. Yeah, it was pretty intense. But yeah, control. Made by Remedy. All right. You just came out 2019. You just got
1: $12 out of me. Um, Yeah, there you go. Remedy Entertainment is going to hopefully send you some of that. Some, uh, what's that called? Commissions. Commissions or, yeah, or support. No. Anyway, this has been an ad for the Steam summer sale. Hell yeah. And we'd like to bid you good night. Buy more games. Buy more games. Actually, um, so I did want to talk a little bit about SCP.
0: Okay. Very quick little subsection, SCP.
1: Yeah, just real quick, I just, I, I find it pretty interesting. I was reading through it. I'm, I'm trying to join the actual, um the, the wiki dot or whatever it's called. And I would, I would like to, and I think you should join me. We should um find our favorite ones and do like, like, like readings of them. Like, oh, like, like voiceover
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah because- we could try that out.
1: For sure, because, I mean, we have the equipment. We have some like some cool like effects, reverb, delay. We could do a lot of cool stuff, make some music or something.
0: Um, the first time I learned how to read, it took me a while to learn how to read because um, I, when I was younger, I didn't give a shit, right? Or I just was so fucking ADHD up. What got me to read, to have the confidence to read, or, like, announce stuff or do, like, stuff like this, it was something like this when I was in an English class and we were doing Shakespeare and I was doing Macbeth, and I took the role of Duncan a little bit too seriously, where I was making all the noises and trying to have it with an English accent.
1: Well, see, that's what, yeah, like, this isn't so much about reading. It's about, like, yeah. acting, voice and, acting. And
0: that got me motivated to read as a kid. Well, yeah.
1: hopefully this will do the same. Anyway, I think what motivated what it me it to read was RPGs.
0: No, yeah, we talked about this before um remember uh when comics about, yeah comics
1: i used to love when i was a little kid i used to love garfield comics and i would just read a hell out of them
0: i think i yeah i misinterpret what i said not read i meant um like publicly read more spe- often no no oh, publicly public speak yeah like because i was afraid when they would pick me to read a little section of the story and i would stumble you know uh, i'd, I'd yeah. mumble and stumble but then i i i like It's
1: tough, man. It's like even for an adult it's tough.
0: Yeah, because you always read with your mind and it's like a lot easier. But when um but again, what got me out of that is that I was reading with Beth and I was just I just love Duncan. I love how he's (laughs) like a fallen person, you know, like he's the pinnacle of like an honorable person and he gets murked, right? He's the one that gets murked by Macbeth. I don't remember. But um
1: You said Duncan, I'm I'm thinking of my dog.
0: Oh yeah, your dog. But um (laughs) Yeah, just bringing the per- the the bravado and the fucking um, trying to mimic an accent. It made me real. It, it made me. It forced me to not stumble, and that gave me that projection. Is what gave me the confidence to do public shit, um, in the sense of public speaking. Because in college, I did a course in public speaking.
1: I think almost everyone had to.
0: Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's so important too. Like being able to present is super important. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really really important. It's important to, for me, it's more like layman's terms type of thing, where it's like it's important to take the most important things of a subject and bring it into layman terms in an organized format.
1: Right, rather than just mumbling on. Yeah, like, ooh, boo, boo, boo. All right, guys. So it's getting late over here on the east side Wait. of our great state of Florida. Not the United States. Yeah. Great
0: state (laughs) of Florida.
1: All right. Peace. Bye-bye.